chapter number 5. We're going to study uh, the first 11 verses here in Acts chapter number 5. And Miss Stacy, do you have something for me? That would be great. And uh, Acts chapter 5. And this story is the story of Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, it is the sin, if you will, that is discovered here in, uh, that takes place in the church. And uh, God does something with the sin there. Acts chapter number 5. The Bible says in Leviticus chapter number 11 and verse number 44, it says, Be holy, for I am holy. The Lord wants us to live a holy lifestyle. The Lord desires for us to be holy (coughs) because He is holy. Up until this point in Acts chapters 1 through 4, the Lord has worked on the behalf of the children. Uh, uh, there I go. I'm getting ready to call them the children of Israel again. I did that last week too. Uh, he has worked on the behalf of the church. And the Lord has worked tremendously. They've had people saved. They've had people baptized. They've had people be part of the church. Uh, and all estimations from what I understand is the church was running in the thousands, had thousands of people uh, that were going to church and had been saved as a part of that. Well, as soon as victory comes, we need to watch out because here comes Satan. And so Satan began to get in, uh, begin to work. In Acts chapter number 5, it's the first, if you will, the, uh, one of the first instances in the church where Satan works. And I, I want to say this too, is that Satan is, is ever busy. Satan doesn't stop. Satan wants to work. Uh, Satan, Satan would love to divide people in this church. Yeah. Satan would like to work in this church. If, they, if Satan can get his foothold in something and cause, cause division, then he will. If Satan can cause confusion... Then he will. I was talking to someone the other day about how the different translations of the Bible, and it's simply because of Satan's confusion. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. God doesn't want confusion. Hey, when it comes to the church, God doesn't want confusion in the church. God wants, uh, as he talks about in this first four chapters, is unity and, 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 the, and the one accordness of the church. That's what God desires. But as soon as they've had victory, as soon as God's work, here comes Satan. May I say to you this morning is that Satan wants to attack you. Satan wants to get at you. Satan wants to discourage you. Satan wants to attack every every part of you. If he can get you out of church, if he can get your mind on the wrong thing, if he can get you distracted, then he will. Satan is ever busy. Satan is busy this morning. Satan is busy in every church service. I give Satan a place and he'll, he'll get somebody distracted. Here <coughs> comes Satan. Listen, when, uh, when, when sin is abound, when Satan is there, when Christ is working, you better guarantee it, Satan will be working right behind him. When, uh, when, uh, when sin is present, 
Sin has judgment, and we'll talk about that at the end. But here it is. Christ has worked tremendously. And here comes sin. Acts chapter 5, let's all stand if you can, and let's read together verses number 1 through 11. Bible says, and a, and, but a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy of it, uh, privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, and Ananias said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart, and thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God? But Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. Great fear came on all of them. That heard these things, and and the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered uh, answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the lands for so much? (coughs) And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in, and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband." And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. Now, man, this is a pretty uh, interesting thing that takes place. (coughs) And the reason it takes place is because of sin, because of wrong that takes place in Ananias and Sapphira's life. Let's pray one more time. Lord, I thank you for this morning. Lord, I pray right now that you will help every individual that's here. Lord, I pray as we examine the sin, that you'd help us to keep us honest. Help us to make sure that we're honest with you and honest with with our fellow man. Lord, I pray for your will. I pray that again that I asked, Before, ask again that you'd let me say the things you want me to say. Remove those things that I should not. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all may be seated. Now, I want you to understand a couple of things as we look at this text. Ananias and Sapphira, uh, Ananias and Sapphira, they had a piece of property. If you go back in verse number 37, it kind of explains, verse 36 and 37 of chapter 4, it kind of explains why Ananias and Sapphira did what they did. In chapter number 4, in verse number 36 and verse number 37, there was a man named Barnabas. He had a piece of land and he sold it and he gave it to the church. Well, 
Uh, Ananias and Sapphira decided that they would do the same. Let's sell this land and then we'll give it to the church. But they decided before, after they sold this land that they were going to keep back part of it and they, con- they connived this idea together that we will tell the church that we sold it for 100000 and we gave it all to the church, but we really sold it for 150000 Those are hypothetical numbers just because it doesn't give us exactly what they sold it for. But here they came, and, they, and so Ananias shows up to the church and, Hey, guys, I've come to give my money that I sold my property for. Everybody see this? Here it is. I gave my money. This is, oh, man, I sold the property, and it's all of it. I sold it, and I gave it all to the Lord. Ananias simply, I believe there's a couple, I think there's three different sins that take place there. I believe that one is he was wanting praise. You say, why do, why do you think that he was wanting praise? In chapter number 36, and ver, I mean, chapter number four and verse 36 and 37, who got praise? Barnabas did. Look, look what Barnabas did. He sold property, and look at what he did. Look how much he gave to the Lord. And so here it is, Ananias and Sapphira, let's sell our property and let's give some of it to the Lord. They wanted the praise. They wanted people to congratulate them and thank them for their generous offering. They didn't have to lie. Do you know that they didn't even have to give part? They didn't have to give all of it. The Bible says to give off of your increase, okay? So if they got increased, they're supposed to tithe to the Lord. That's what the Bible says. So the tithe belonged to God. But outside of that, they could have used that money to do whatever they wanted to do with that money. But they wanted the praise. They wanted somebody to give them a, a, a clap on the back, a pat on the back, a congratulations, a praise or something because they had given that much money. And you say, how do you know that they wanted praise? For one reason. One reason I know is because he'd come in, hey, 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 I've sold this property and I've given it all. Had he just dropped it in the plate and not know, not let anybody know, no one would have ever known that, that he gave portion. But he wanted people to know that he gave it all. Because why did Peter know? Because he wanted Peter to know. And not only did he want praise because of his telling everybody what he gave, Ananias and Sapphira didn't come together. Because if they were... <coughs> truly worried about just giving it in the offering, they would have been together giving the offering and not making two different statements. Here come Ananias. <laughs> you see what I put in the plate? And here come, uh, here comes Sapphira three hours later. Hey, did you see what my husband gave? They wanted the praise. The sin that took place that day, the sin that, that, the sin that was in Ananias and Sapphira's heart is they simply wanted the praise. And I'm going to tell you that there's no one that deserves the praise except God. <coughs> they wanted to be noticed and not necessarily be worried about the work. Because if you were worried about the work, you wouldn't worry about whether someone sees you give or not. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. If you were worried about the work, you wouldn't worry whether someone saw you put it in the plate or not. Because the Bible teaches that our left hand shouldn't know what our right hand is doing when it comes to putting money in the plate. But I've seen it. I've seen people want to be toted for how much money they gave in the offering plate. 
I want to be patted on the back because of what they gave. <coughs> that praise does not belong to you. That praise belongs to God. Not only did they want praise, number one, but number two, they lied. They lied. In verse number four, the Bible says, <coughs> Whiles it remained, was it not thine own, and after it was sold... Uh, let's jump all the way down to that last statement Peter makes. Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. Who'd they lie to? They didn't lie to Peter. They lied to God. Verse number 9. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? They simply lied. They lied. They, they were filled with dishonesty, and they lied unto God. They lived their life. They lived their life with their lips. They lied about what they gave. But ultimately, you say, well, that's not me. I don't lie with my lips. Maybe you lie, maybe you lie with your life. Living one way that you appear to at church and living another way at home. That is lying about who you are. See, when Ananias and Sapphira, they came into the house that day, they simply lied about who they were. They lied about what they gave. And they should not have lied. And that ultimately was the reason the judgment came was because they lied unto God. I've heard people make statements before. I've heard people talk about what they uh, about how God's convicted them and they're going to give up something or they're going to be they're going to be called to do something. And it scares me to death that I'd ever go back on what God said for me to do. You know, God called me to preach when I was about thirteen or fourteen years old. Look, I don't ever want to go back. I'd be, I'm afraid to go back and say, no, I don't want to preach anymore because of what God called me to do. Hey, and I remember, and the Bible talks about in Ecclesiastes about making a vow before God. It is better that you don't vow if you're not going to keep the vow. May I say to you this morning, don't lie to the Holy Spirit of God. It is a dangerous ground to be on. When you come and you pray and you spend time with God and you confess your sin and you say, I ain't ever going to do it, you better ain't ever, ever do it again. Because you're not lying to me. You're not lying to the church. You're lying to God. (laughs) How scary is it that you would lie to God? Lie to God. Lie in his face. Yep, we gave it all. Look, when they got up that morning and they got the things prepared, do you know, do you know who knew how much they sold the property for? God did. Listen, when they prepared the property to be sold, God was with them. When they had the property and they were meeting with the realtor, God saw what they listed it for. And when they came to buy the property, God was there watching what was taking place. Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So when they sold the property, guess who was there? 
God was there. You think that you can hide behind your wall and watch what you want to watch and live how you want to live? You cannot lie to the Holy Ghost. He knows where you live and what you do. You can't lie to him because he knows the truth. See, (coughs) you might be able to pull the wool over my eyes or you might be able to pull the wool over church members' eyes, but you're not going to be able to pull the wool over God's eyes. Well, God will never know. Yes, sir, he did. He saw you last night. He saw what you did. He saw where you went. He saw what you watched. He saw what you drank. You can't lie to him. You can't lie to him. And the dangerous ground that they walked on was the grounds of lying to the Holy Spirit of God. You know what hurts the church? People that live one way in church and another way out of church. Amen. That's exactly right. Most people call it hypocrisy. A hypocrite. I've had people tell me, I ain't going to church because there's hypocrites. I said, do you go to the grocery store? Because there's a bunch at the grocery store too. It's the same as lying. It is lying. Living one way and speaking another way. I'd be afraid to live a life where I lie to God. Ananias and Sapphira, they wanted praise. They lived their life and they lied. And again, I say this, they did not have to give everything in the plate. They didn't even have to sell their land. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't. <coughs> but they lied about what they did. Then the last thing, the last sin was greed. You say, why did greed play a part of that? Because the Bible says in verse number two, being <clears throat> grieved that they taught the people, I'm in chapter four, chapter five, and kept back part of the price. They kept back part of the price. Did they have to keep back part of the price? They could have. They could have kept back part of the price and just been honest about what they gave. But they wanted to look like they were giving more. So they kept back the price and lied. The love of money is the root of all evil. Money's not evil. Money actually is pretty helpful. It keeps your lights on and keeps your gas on and keeps water flowing through the pipes. I mean, money's kind of nice when it comes to that kind of stuff. Go to the store and be able to buy stuff because you got money. I mean, nowadays people aren't going to sell you nothing unless you've got some cash in the hand or some some credit on the credit card, right? I mean, you're going to have to pay something when you go to the cash register. You can't go back there and wash no dishes because you forgot to come with money. You're going to have to pay. And money is, is needful in our society. But there comes a point, money's not everything. <coughs> Let me say that again, money's not everything. It's not. 
Look, if you have a dollar or if you have ten dollars, that's not what makes the world go round. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you are wealthy or whether you're poor. It's a matter whether you do right by God or not. I'm going to hold on to most. Some of the most giving people I know are people that are that are not that don't have a lot of money. They want to give it away. Look, money is not the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is what caused Judas to betray Jesus. Money is what caused Achan to die uh, a sinful death. Money is what caused Ananias and Sapphira to stand before the church and die because of money. Because they lied about money. They lied about money. Number one, the sin is they wanted praise. Number two, they lied. Number three is greed. And then the last thing is this, and I'm done. (coughs) Because of their sin, they received judgment. In In verse number five, the Bible says, and Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. Now, can you imagine, can you imagine meeting in church this morning and somebody in here walking down the aisle and put money in the plate, leaned over and told Peter, hey man, we just sold our house, man, we gave it all to the Lord. And all of a sudden, he falls over dead. What would the reaction be, people in here? What is going on? See, judgment came because they lied to the Holy Spirit of God. Many people think that this scripture is talking about giving. It's not. It's talking about lying to the Holy Spirit of God and the sin of Ananias and Sapphira. They lied. They lied. And I think this. How did Peter know? I don't know. Did, did Ananias come running in telling everybody? Did Ananias do that? Maybe he did. Maybe God just told Anani- uh, Peter and said, hey, hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Ananias is having some issues this morning. He, he's lying to you. And, a- and Peter looks him square in the eye. I don't know if Peter got his bold voice back, you know, because back every time we've ever read the scriptures, he's trying to cut somebody's ear off or telling Jesus he ain't ever going to leave him. I mean, Peter was bold. Peter looked, Peter looked Ananias square in the face. He said, bud, you lied. You didn't lie to me. You lied to the Holy Spirit of God. And the moment he said that, he dropped down dead because he lied. And here come, here comes Sapphira. Woohoo! I don't know. Three hours later, I don't know. She, she didn't get the telegram. She didn't get the phone call. She didn't get the text saying, hey, your husband died at church this morning. Hey, no one told her that her husband was dead. Hey, listen, they done buried him, wrapped him up, and buried him out back or buried him in the cemetery, and they didn't even tell Sapphira. Well, she was getting her hair done. With the money that she kept back from what she should have gave. And here she comes, toting in the church, thinking, hey, man, everybody's going to congratulate me. Everybody's going to tote me. Man, they're going to put a big plaque up there on the church wall because of what we gave. And Peter looks at her. What does Peter say to her? Peter says in verse number 10, (coughs) verse number 9, Peter said to her, How is it? Woman, 
How is it that you both agreed to tempt the Holy, the, the Spirit of the Lord? Hey, behold, those people that carried your husband out, they're standing back there waiting on you to fall out too. That's right. Boom. She fell down dead. And they carried her out and they buried him, buried him together. I don't know if they kept the hole open so they could throw up both of them in there. I don't know. Can you imagine? How scary is it? That happened. Don't tempt God. They tempted the Spirit by lying to the Holy Spirit of God. I don't know that I've ever read it anywhere else where God does that. Kill somebody on the spot for lying. But have you ever lied to the Holy Spirit? Ever lied to God? It's a scary place to be in. Here's the chance. Now look, I don't want judgment. I do not. I don't want judgment. Let's take time to pray. Make sure that our sin, our lives are clean before a righteous God. Because He sees everything you do. He sees everything you watch. He sees everything you see. He sees every place you go. He sees it all. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for salvation.